Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Tiki Barber. Daniel Jones is making those throws and he's lifting this team and it just makes you feel like, man, even if they have a 6-3 and outs, something good is going to happen because of Daniel Jones. Brandon Only the Jets could draft the kid second overall and bench him 7,000 times and pull the guy off the street who's a running back and have him play on national TV. Tiki and Tierney on The Fan, 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. All righty, 10.02 on The Fan, what's happening? This is the Tiki and Tierney Show. How's everybody doing today? Hope everybody is doing well as we're hanging out inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody you know, and obviously, take the huge story here, and uh, it's just it's it's horrifying, and you don't see it very often. Thank God, it is it is tough to watch. Um, you put yourself in the in the shoes of Demar Hamlin's parents. I know his mm-hmm. mom was at the game. You know, you sit down to watch what was certainly a high profile uh, game with playoff implications, two really good teams, good start to the game, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. You know, a, a not very subtle reminder that uh, football is oh, it's violent beyond dangerous. Yeah, it's violent. It is. Uh, I always tell people you got to be a little bit crazy to play the sport because you run full speed into another human being who's padded, just like you are, and that contact hurts and it's physical and it can cause damage, serious damage to your body. And Demar Hamlin, fortunately, had great. Medical professionals jumped to the um, his aid really quickly, which probably saved his life and probably saved him from extended brain damage. Because once you, once we all know, once your heart stops beating, the oxygen in your body stops flowing to your brain, and serious things can happen. But so hats off and kudos to the medical professionals that were there, both on for both teams and for those that are around the stadium. And now he's uh, currently in stable condition, even though he's still in critical condition. Our thoughts and prayers go out to him, his family, and the Bills family. And look, they did the right thing by yep. stopping the game. Um, but again, it goes back to what you said, BT. Football is a dangerous sport. We take it for granted because you get conditioned to watching these grown men just smash into each other night in and night out or week in and week out. Um, and I, I remember that my first season, this was, it was week two, and we were playing Jacksonville. And I Killyard, who was drafted right above me, he was the first pick in 1997. I was the second pick in 97. And Ike was one of my favorite players ever. And just complete disregard for his body. So we're playing down in Jacksonville, and he 
catches a ball over the middle, down low throw. He catches it and turns his back because he knows he's going to get hit. And he ends up, like, breaking a, a bone in his neck or something with his neck. He ended up having to get his neck fused. Mm-hmm. The dude got up and walked off the field with a broken neck, basically. And so it, it reminds you that sometimes horrible things happen playing this game. But luckily, the NFL has great medical professionals all around it. Um, and have done really good things to keep guys healthy despite the damage that they face on the field. Yeah, uh, and listen, it's not just football. I mean, you can tune in and watch a baseball game and, and God forbid, see somebody get, you know, drilled with 98-mile-per-hour cheese in the mm-hmm. face. Um, you know, if you're into wrestling, you can see some of these high-wire acts go awry, obviously boxing, all the other, mm-hmm. you know, fighting sports. Uh, what, it's, what, you know, it is, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an incredibly dangerous way to make a living. That's why only... A very small percentage of the population can do it, and it's it's just horrifying to watch it. I mean, it was just a, it was a morbid watch last night. But from my point of view, I know others have said this, but I want to say this: I really thought everybody on the scene, the announcers, they were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know, you, you go to broadcasting school, certain things you can prepare for, certain things you can. Uh, and you know, whether it was Susie or Lisa Salters, Ryan Clark, who happened to be there, uh, he was phenomenal. And it's just, um, it's it's a painful pullback of the curtain that, you're right, things we take for granted. It's, you know, I'm sitting there on Sundays tweeting about what sandwich I'm getting or, <laughs> you know, what parlay some people are trying to chase or what fantasy, you know, situation they're dealing with. And at the end of the day, there are parents and there are uh, of the occasional reminders that nothing's guaranteed. So we're praying for them for sure. That goes without saying. You know, you, you, just, you almost don't know how to start these shows yeah, because well, it's so sad, and uh, you just hope that the young man's okay. Well, look, it's 24. I, 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 think, I think it's easy to turn this situation into an indictment on the game, which it absolutely shouldn't. This was a freak accident. The way that uh, he got hit, DeMar Hamlin got hit, is akin to, not exactly the same, but akin to what we've seen in little leagues uh, where a kid gets drilled in the chest. Yep. It's, it's, it's at the right spot, at the right angle, right in between a heartbeat. It's, it's called commodio cordis, where, and it stops your heart. And it, it, that's what this felt like when you were watching it. It just got hit at the exact right time, at the right angle. T. Higgins you know, leans into him. Instead of taking the hit, T. Higgins delivers the hit. Any of those things don't happen. This this isn't an issue, and the play goes on, and we keep going. But it did happen, and and it scares you, right? It makes you feel like, oh, this sport. Why are we playing the sport? You know, this is it's so dangerous. But guys willingly do this. Mm-hmm. It's they, they willingly put the, their body in harm's way because it's a sport that they love. It's a great way, let's face it, to make a living. And 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 you know that there are risks involved. You just don't think this one is one that's going to. Uh, ever come to play that is potentially losing your life um but again it this is a, i've never seen this happen no i've never no. even thought about this happening i'm sure uh shoulder pad manufacturers like our buddies over at, at xtech they're going to start addressing this in some way putting whether whether it's a metal plate or whatever whatever it is they it, it will increase the technology that helps protect the players that play this game so it's easy to get scared because of this but I would say don't be because there are there are ways to mitigate um, situations like this that very rarely happen. Yeah, I mean, to me it seemed, again, from my couch, fairly innocuous. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have T. Higgins try to smash me into next week who's, you know, who's not like he's a nose tackle, but he's no. still a, a big, strong human being. And I, well, I initially thought it was 
just his head got jarred and you know the the brain rattled and that's how obviously people get one of the ways you get concussed yeah and and that, that's what I initially thought it was I didn't think anything about blunt force trauma which Me obviously either. it wound up being that was it was really scary and I thought the fans in Cincinnati were phenomenal I really I really did so you know we get the updates and and we have nothing new for you I know that Jerry just gave you something there um but uh, we'll we'll certainly get it to you I don't know what it means in terms of schedule I know boomer uh, was talking about that a little bit this morning. There's several different scenarios. The built-in week between the Super Bowl, yeah. maybe you just kind of push things back. I think, I think, I don't want to put words in his mouth, I think one thing Boomer was saying that there's, I think, that there's a possibility if this game is resumed on Monday between the Bengals and the Bills, because the Bills went home last night. Yeah. They didn't even hang around, and good for them. Uh, if there's a resumption of the game on Monday, that then week 18 would just be pushed back another week, and then that built-in week before the Super Bowl is uh, is a softer landing. Right now, that seems incredibly trivial. I don't really care about that right now. Yeah. We care about a young man who's laying in a hospital bed, hopefully, uh, who is able I, to walk out at some point the same way that he walked into the stadium yeah, last night. You're, you're right, BT. We have no idea what the league and the players' association is ultimately going to decide to do. I wouldn't be surprised if they just told the game and make the ranking based on on winning percentage. Like a tiebreaker? Yeah, just yeah. a tiebreaker. I mean, you know what, though? What would stink about that is that there would be people who, who and I guess on some level I get it, mm-hmm. not that it should ever supersede the more important uh, human level, but you know that there were teams would be fans of teams that were adversely affected. Um, the sensitivity that everybody is showing now in, in an outpour toward yeah. the more Hamlin, if their team got hosed because of the NFL ruling this a tie mm-hmm. and then going to or an incomplete game and then going to the tiebreaker, eventually that that noise would change. Yeah. The conversation would change, and nobody wants to see that happen. I, I don't care what happens with yeah. the game, quite frankly. I just I just think it's really hard it to is. try to sneak. A, like a game, not a series of games, but a game into the NFL regular season without really compromising. That's not the issue right now, obviously. It's, it's more about the health of DeMar Hamlin. It's but, all about his health. Um, but they got to figure out what to do with this game, and I don't know if playing is even worth it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm totally with you, TK. 877-337-6666. So, you know, um, I, I, can we break girl? I don't even want to like transition to the show at this point. That just feels... Not right. So can we can we take a little break early, come back, okay, and then get into the business and the business amongst many things. By the way, 50 years ago today, 50 years ago today, and there's a parallel with Steve Cohen of the Mets. 50 years ago today, George Steinbrenner bought the Yankees. We'll get to that a little later. And Teak, I'm telling you, buddy, the more, and I, I know that I know more and more people are joining me in the Sean Payton possible narrative. The more I think about this, uh, forget about Sean for a moment. I think these next few weeks for the Jets are going to be wildly unpredictable. I think behind the scenes, I think there is there is a chance anything happens. And I've got a situation, and it's not just about Peyton that I'm going to get into coming up next year on the show, that I think will embolden a lot of Jet fans. I think it will make some worry Either way, though, it's interesting, and and I think there's a decent chance that it happens. We're going to get into that coming up. 877-337-6666. Listen, obviously, if you guys wanted to weigh in from last night, we're here for you. We're here for that, uh, but we will uh, we'll break now so I don't 
have the awkward transition to, to I don't want to be insensitive to DeMar. So uh, we're praying for him. Hopefully he's okay. And we'll come back in a moment right here on The Fan. Let it rip. Call The Fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. It's 1019 on the fan. It's the Teak and Tierney Show. What's happening, everybody? All right, so Teak, the way I see it, and I think I see it quite clearly here. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think I know what's going to happen with the Jets. <laughs> but the problem is it's one of four things. Okay? <laughs> Can I lay this out for oh, you? I love the contradiction, but go ahead. <laughs> all right. So, the you have, first of all, there is a chance that things remain status quo. Which, to me, is completely untenable. 1,000% unacceptable. There has to be an offensive change. There's no question. I know what you're saying, but yeah. I hear okay, you. but I'm just throwing out possibilities. Yes, of course. But, I mean, that's one. we're not accepting that's that. That's one, but that one is unacceptable. Correct. I mean, the head coach is 11-22 and 22 so far. The offense hasn't scored a touchdown in two games. They're going to quite possibly lose 7-8 of eight to finish the season. And they've averaged 13 points per game for the past two months. Something's got to change and something will. All right, but that, but that, that is one option. Number two. And I think this is probably the most plausible, although there's a caveat. Fire LaFleur, and you keep Salah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that that is, like, from a percentage point of view, that has the highest percentage possibility for me. And honestly, I think that's what most Jet fans, and I'm not a Jet fan, but I think that's what most Jet fans would want. Because, mm. you, well, look, mm. you, you like Robert Salah. I do. You like what he's done defensively. Him and Ulbrich have done a pretty decent job of getting the defense right. Now, it's been gross negligence in developing Zach Wilson and the offensive, I I don't know, just mediocrity is too tame of a word, has been frustrating. So if you change coordinators, at least you're addressing what's most frustrating to you as a fan base and as an organization. Right. So, well, yes. Um, although I would challenge, but for the sake of moving down the list here, I don't think most Jet fans want Robert Salva back. Really? I think that's a mischaracterization. I'm not saying none mm. or or very very little. That would be surprising because uh, I think he's mm, a good head coach. Uh, well, I think he's, okay. I, hold on. Let me ask you a question. What's so good about him? Well, first like, of all, speak to me in tangible terms. So his team collapsed. He's not good with timeouts, right. and he ruined the quarterback okay, situation. No young coach. It's year two, not year no, one. No take. young head coach is great with timeouts. Okay, just, but you got to know when aren't. at least to call one in a functional moment. I don't yeah. need, you don't need to be uh, Bill. Pa- you know, one of the all time greats. But you got to know you can't go home with two of them in I, your pocket. I don't disagree with that. Okay, it happened once. It happened in the most important pivotal okay. part of the season. It happened once, and it was right. it was critical, and it was okay. it was obviously important. But it happened once. It's All not right. like this is a repeated thing where it's All every right. three. I, I don't weeks. think it's been as this good as you think. Na- it's this been. is not Nathaniel Hackett issue. It's not, but you got to keep in mind now because a lot of times the Giants and the Jets are playing at one. And I know that you go back and watch both games like I do. But I start with the Jets. You start with the Giants. Mm-hmm. Just like I'm sure I missed some subtle things with the Giants. I pro- promise. I, I promise you. I never watch. He's not nearly as good with the timeouts as you think he might be. Yeah. There, there are a lot of problems. Yeah, because I don't watch the TV broadcast. Well, that's what I'm so, so I don't get the context. I just see the act. I say I see the rope play. That's it. Okay. So um, just take my word for it. It's it's a little substandard, and okay. not just the game that we referenced when he went okay. home with two in his pocket. Get someone to help you do that. Oh, no, def- I'm okay with the that. Def- the defense has been. 
pretty damn good for most of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No and, question. And to rest and the reason this is the reason I say you don't want to move on from him if you're a Jets fan. Yeah. Is to restart all over again with someone else's philosophy and someone else's culture and someone else's staff and the, the the turnover of the team, which is bound to happen again, is not some place you want to continually do over and over and over and over again. It's what the Giants have been doing for the last decade until they found the until, right people. Until they found and it feels different. Yes, because it, it is different. different. But it felt different at points for the Jets. Okay, you know when the you know I'm sure some of us thought we had a chance with a supermodel one night and never <laughs> happened. All right, so what does that mean? Oh, almost. All right, it's so listen. Almost, you know what I mean? I, I know what you're saying. When they were six and four. We all felt really good about the Jets uh, and well, Robert Sala. Yeah, I mean, they were 7-4. And 6-3, and 7-4. No, yes, I, right. I got you. So, listen, I think we're kind of saying the same thing. The only thing I'm, I'm challenging you on is that I think it's a bit of a mischaracterization that most Jet fans want Sala back. I don't think that's accurate. But mm-hmm. moving on. Now, if you fire LaFleur and you keep Sala, which, again, I think there's a good percentage that will happen, and I'm fundamentally okay with that on most levels, mm-hmm. here's where the caveat comes in. And there's two parts. Number one, and I said this yesterday, you think he leaves his boy LaFleur? You think he buries him? I don't. I think that Robert Salah is a man, of, Robert Salah is a man of high principle mm-hmm. and high character. And I think this very well will evolve into a situation where Woody demands that there's a change with OC. And I don't, I don't know that Salah will acquiesce. Now, if he does, which I think is a real flip of the coin, gets me to the next possibility. And here's what worries me. Name a respected veteran offensive coordinator that's coming in and signing up to coach for a lame duck head coach. That's not happening. No, it's not. Unless you gave Salah a three- or four-year extension, which he has not earned. No. So, so that's a problem. And, by the way... I don't know if he has those relationships anyways, Robert Sala. So if you're firing yeah. Well, LaFleur, did Dable have it with Wink? No. That's but, what I'm so – find but, your Wink Martindale on the other side of the ball. Find them. Yeah. I, I mean, Robert Sala is, is not – Brian Dable's been around the game for a lot of years. Like, we, we've, we've – he feels like he's, like, young. <laughs> he's not young. Yeah, 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 He's been in the game for 20-plus years. That's true. And so I think his relationships go run deep – his tree runs deep mm-hmm. because it's the Parcells, Belichick, all that. It's it's all of that, right? Not not counting his college days or college year at Alabama where he won a national championship. So it's like he's got a lot of contact. So if, if Robert Sala moves on from Mike LaFleur, now he's got to have the context to find the next guy or the relationships to find the next guy or Joe Douglas does mm-hmm. or somebody does. Or the willingness to do it, which is one of the main points. I'm not sure that Sala would do that. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, but LaFleur is his boy. I know. I mean, that's his guy. I know. So I, I think there's a lot of things at play which obviously get us to this. And I think this is a real point of inflection for Woody, who, and hopefully he can see this, who bears the brunt of a lot of our – you know, disappointment and and anger and athletic vitriol. To me, this is a Leon Hess moment where, you know, you just almost throw yourself at the mercy of the court and say, Bill Parcells, come help me. Now, to be <laughs> fair, I don't think Sean Payton's nearly as good as Parcells because Parcells won with different quarterbacks, with different franchises. Yeah. Parcells one of the top three or four coaches of all time. I don't think Sean Payton is, but I think he's an outstanding coach, all right? Same with Jim Harbaugh. Now, and Frank Wright to a lesser extent. We need offense. If the Jets make a move, it's got to be offense. If if the things that I ran through, I don't want to be repetitive and keep running through those things. If those things 
transpire, and it gets to a point where Salva says, I'm not abandoning my my guy, which I would respect, then Woody's got to make a choice. And at that point, I think Woody says both are gone. And then I think at that point, you have to beg Peyton or Harbaugh. And I'll tell you this, and Jet fans don't want to hear this part, if it was a Peyton or a Harbaugh, you, you give them the full latitude. Do you like Zach Wilson? Yes, I can fix him. Okay, he's coming back. Nope, he stinks. Good, he's gone. Like, you just have to just surrender the castle. Mm-hmm. You have to. I, I feel like the Jets just went through this. With, with who? <laughs> with with Gase. Yeah, and, but they didn't surrender the castle to anybody who was a coach. I know what you mean. Before, I know what you mean. A head coach. And they went defensively. Again. Again, instead of going an offensive coach. And so it creates a unique, I think, process for the Jets right now. Because I, I'll back up. I think... Robert Sala can be a very good NFL head coach. I really do believe that. I don't disagree. And I think he's done a a good job, him and Jeff Ulbrich, with the defense for the New York Jets. We've we've sung their praises for most of the season. Now, as the season has, you know, fallen away and waned, they have also waned a little bit, even though statistically they're still in the top five. Uh, The challenge... And this is always the challenge with young new head coaches is what is my network like to build my non expertise? And just he didn't have that. And so we talk about how the Jets have failed Zach Wilson. In some ways the organization failed Robert Sala because they didn't they didn't advise against hiring a first time very young offensive coordinator who's going to develop a young and un really unproven because he played independent football at BYU quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like was, I totally agree with that. It was a recipe. Not for absolving the, the Jets. Oh, I know. But you got to fix it but now. It a, but you're right, 100%. It was, a, it was a recipe from disaster when you look at it in yes, retrospect. Yes, it was. Right? Yes, it was. It's just like, oh, we surprised this happened? We shouldn't be. Nope. But how do you fix how it? How to ruin a quarterback, 101. Yeah. Yes. The Jets just wrote the book <laughs> right. for us. But how do you fix it? I don't think it's necessarily firing the head coach. Now, if Robert Sala was an offensive head coach, I'd say out the door. See you, yep, dude. Yep. But as a defensive head coach who just needs to find that solution, mm. it's easier said than done. That's the problem. It's easier said to find that coordinator who's going to fix Zach Wilson or fix this offense. That's hard, right? And if if they have the mechanism to do it, you keep Robert Sala. They don't have the mechanism. They're the Jets. They haven't had the mechanism my whole life. See, Why would they have it now? That's what scares me. That's always been my issue with yeah. Woody. He has no contacts. I think he's a good guy who wants to spend, who wants to see the Jets win. He doesn't know how to go about it. So he leans on other people. He picks the brain of Charlie Casserly. Yeah. Hey, Peyton, what about Adam Gase? Yeah, he'll do a great job. Adam Peyton Manning doesn't give a rat's ass what happens to the Jets. He's like, all right, sure, yeah, Adam Gase will be good for you. Oh, we got the stamp of approval. Peyton May's got to be good. When you don't, and I, I say this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With respect, it's not going to sound it, but I do. When you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> really, that's not a knock. You it's end up falling for, for, he's a businessman yeah. from a football yeah. point of view. Yes, you fall victim to the opinions and sometimes um, hidden agendas of others. And you're not deeply entrenched, I won't say smart enough, deeply entrenched enough in the world of football to identify that. Yeah, And that is a fatal flaw. Now, listen. Here's the other thing, too. This has to be repeated. And I'm going to ask you, what accomplished, sought-after, veteran offensive coordinator is, not gonna be one. is signing up there isn't gonna be one. to join this ship for a coach who's going into year three, who is 11 and 22? Unless, unless there is a guarantee that Salah's going to be there for the length of his contract. What was it? A five-year deal? Uh, probably. I, maybe. I, 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 that I sounds right. Definitely. I, I, five sounds right. So he means he has three more years. Unless there's a guarantee that he's going to be there, then it's going to be hard. Okay. And Un- unless the scenario I presented yesterday it comes to, you know, comes to light. That is, you bring in someone who, if you do fire Robert Sala, is is right there to be. I don't the want to even do that because I, now you, you're, you're having somebody ascend to way. a position and you hope that they can do it. No. Yeah. Whenever the listen, I hope Robert Salva's here for 20 years, it works out, Jets win. I really truly do. I'm so tired of the recycling and the restarting and the uh the implosion of plan A for plan B. I can't stand it. I'm at my we're all at our wits' end. But if it ain't right, you you gotta see what's out there. Yeah. And if you see what's out there, it's got to be with somebody who's already done it. It's proven. So that's where I stand. I mean, I really thought about this all day and all night. Uh, I don't take this lightly. I, I really don't. I, I, I don't ever want to morph into that person who just gets on the air and say, fire this person. Mm-hmm. It's not what I'm about. But I, I, I ask this, you know, in a, in a way where um, I, I think I, I can accomplish both being respectful but being real, which is really what I care about most, keeping it real for the show, all right? We've said many times this year that the Jets, the problem for Zach is that the Jets roster accelerated a little quicker and they developed faster than Zach Wilson did, which made the way we viewed Zach Wilson, and he deserved all the criticism, Mm -hmm. 
uh, almost almost unfair. He wasn't ready for this. Well, now I'm going to flip it back to you because you've said that for a long time, and I agree. Well, what if the head coach's development is not swift enough (laughs) for the roster development? I mean – I, I'm not. Jets are ready to win. I I hear that, but I'm not worried about Robert Sala as the head coach. I'm more worried. Why not? Because I'm more worried about the offense of this team. So it's the and is it his responsibility? Of course, of course. But if this team scored 20 points a game, and that's anemic, by the way, if they scored 20 points a game in the NFL, they the uh, the uh, the Jets look where they would be. Well, they right. wouldn't have beat Seattle. They wouldn't have beat. Well, they would have beaten the Jaguars by. What did the Jags score? Nineteen, I think it was. Yeah, that was in the rain. They stopped trying. They even, would have scored more. But even just statistically, yeah, I got you. Right? But, they'd be in a different spot if yeah. they weren't wholly incompetent offensively. Yeah. They'd be in a completely different spot, and we'd be looking differently about about Robert Sala, with a young quarterback uh, who's not great, but he wins games and he's and he's slowly developing. They, they they failed Zach and they failed the quarterback position, which has failed the team. Is that on Robert Sala? Of course it is, but it's not fatal to me for Robert Sala. Okay, interesting. 877-337-6666. Um, I don't know what's happening. I don't. I like I really this would have been unfathomable mm-hmm. to to even utter these words on the air. Yeah. Let alone have a conversation at a bar or with your buddies where there's no cameras or microphones 3 4 5 weeks ago. <coughs> Nobody saw that coming. Like Robert Sala was on the the path to you know, borderline coach of the year candidate, mm-hmm. certainly at least in the conversation, a couple of votes. And I think somebody that, you know, we we had a growing conviction, belief that he was the guy. But then you look around the mod, the NFL and what's, you know, the modern NFL now and the, the proliferation of the passing game and all the stats and look what Dable's done with Jones in five months. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it, just, it feels different because it is different. And now you got to understand. Colts are going to have a new coach. Coach, they're not keeping sad. I don't care what anybody says. Saturday's got to go. The Broncos will have a new coach. The Cardinals will have a new coach. If the Dolphins somehow lose to the Jets, I think the Dolphins might have a new coach. No, they're not having No. Uh, The Dolphins are spiraling. It's at least a possibility. Mm -hmm. The Panthers, highly possible, uh, if not guaranteed. The Texans. So there's competition like there always is. And if you don't make these calls to both Peyton and Harbaugh, to me, it is negligence again on the part of the Jets. You can like Salah and still in back channels make the call and get an answer. That's what the great franchises do. The Jets have to find a way to be great for, for two hours. <laughs> I'm not, we're, not, we're not asking you to be great for two decades like the Pats. Just be great for two hours. Get the answer. Call them. You got to. 877-337-6666. Hoff Dove, we good? Everybody money? Everybody Okay. All right, uh, we'll obviously get to the Giants a little later. That is a guarantee. 50 years ago today, Big George bought the Yankees. What is the parallel from uh, Big Stevie buying the Mets a couple of years ago? We will paint it for you. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. It's 1040 on the fan. Tiki and Tierney back. 877-337-6666. I'll tell you, it would be so nice just one of these years, I don't know, one of these decades, to not have to do this every couple of years. It, it really is the most exhausting mental gymnastic. Because mm-hmm. you don't think of, think about this, Tiki. You don't go through this in the NBA, even though we've gone through it with the Knicks. Yeah. 
Who, by the way, won two straight now, getting a little mojo back. Jalen Brunson back, bumping mm-hmm. the Suns, and we love it. Nets and the Nets tw- are red hot. Nets <laughs> I beat you to it. <laughs> I know you're going to do that as a closet Nets but fan. But by the way, the, yeah. even though Devin Booker didn't play, they they held the Suns to 11 points in the first quarter. That was nice to see. Good that Brunson awesome. back. That hip was a little awesome. bit of an issue for a yeah. little bit. So, uh, But when I say the Knicks have put us through it, and they have, it's, it's not as in your face like when you struggled in the NFL – it is everywhere because the NBA just doesn't get the coverage at the end. Yeah. Nothing gets the coverage that the NFL gets. No. So when you know or you strongly surmise that your team needs to change either at quarterback, what are you doing? You're scouring draft boards. Mm-hmm. When you think you might need a new coach, what are you doing? You're looking at you're googling NFL head coaches <laughs> on the hot seat to see what other teams <laughs> might be vying for the the hot candidates. I mean, it really is exhausting. So nobody wants to do this, but I do believe based on the circumstances. You know, some in Salva's control, some not. Uh, I, I think, I can't prove this, but I I think there are a lot of things behind the scenes right now at the Jets that would not leave me surprised if two or three different scenarios went down. Mm-hmm. That's where I stand. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Mario in Howell, New Jersey. Mario, what's happening, buddy? Happy New Year, guys. How are you? We're good. good. Happy good. New Year, Mario. You too. Thank you, thank you. And listen, is, is today the one-year anniversary of the show? It is. Yes. It is. It absolutely you know, is. Listen, let me. I listened to the show. Uh, I, I actually listened to the station from, you know, the warm-up show with, with Al and Jerry, and I, and I usually finish it off with, uh, you know, Carton and, and Evan, but from 10 to 2 is when I'm usually dialed in. You guys do a fantastic job. Appreciate you. Um, you know, r- really, I, I, we knew it would work when they announced it. So uh, Thanks, bud. Appreciate thank you. you. Definitely lots of luck to you guys going forward. Uh, before I start, obviously sending prayers to um, this young man and his family. Hopefully, uh, you know, DeMar Hamlin's able to, you know, recover and just have quality of life. That's the most important thing right now. Agreed, 100%. I think, I think we're looking at. Um, you know, one of the things that I always say as a longtime Jets fan, uh, you know, I always say this year in and year out, um, it's the same circus, just different clowns. Um, and, and, you know, I was just telling Hoff and, and, you know, BT, I think he hit it on the head. Sala doesn't come across to me, at least, as a guy who would, you know, maybe just if an ultimatum was given to him that he has to get rid of LaFleur. You know, I could see him, the way he just speaks, I, you know, I could see him saying, I'm not doing that, especially knowing the relationship that they have. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what bothers me with, with him this year, uh, a couple of things. Uh, one, you know, whatever we think about Zach, maybe he never throws another pass for us again. Um, I didn't like really how it was handled as far as, you know, the players in the locker room with the mic, you know, blank white shirts. You know, yeah. I, I thought that was a bad look. And, and it, you know, I think that's reflective of the head coach. You know, maybe – the coach can go to the leadership council and say, hey, you know, you guys tone it down a little bit. He's, you know, he's part of the 53 here, you know. I mean, that bothered me uh, with Salah. And also yesterday in his press conference, uh, one of the things that he mentioned, he actually talked about Daniel Jones in his press conference. He made an analogy. I how, saw it. I saw it. Yep. Did you hear about that? Yeah, of course. I read it. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and so the thing is, first of all, how about I was like, what about competent coaching? They they finally brought in, you know, a coach <laughs> in, in Gable. And and you know what? If they have to move on from Salah, you hate to have to go through this as a fan. You know, you want some kind of stability in your franchise. 
But the bottom line is this. If, if Soller isn't the guy, then what are, we, what, what are we doing here? Find someone. Can we get an offensive-minded head coach here, excluding Case, who is an ultimate disaster? Ugh, when was yeah. the last offensive-minded head coach that we had? Was it Bruce Coslett? It may have been. I think it was Coslett. I honestly think right? it was Bruce Coslett. Yeah, because right. think about Al Groh, Herm, Mangini, yeah. Rex. I yeah. mean, yeah, I, I really think it was Bruce Coslett. Yeah. I mean, that's 1990. I mean, yeah. is, it, is, it, is it a correlation we can't develop a quarterback because we haven't had an offensive-minded head coach here? Well, I I, yeah, I mean, maybe. And I think appreciate your call, Mario. Thanks, bud. I think part of the issue is that it doesn't become the priority. It becomes, you know, other when you're a defensive-minded head coach, obviously you want your defense to stop, get stops. Defense travels, you know the cliches. Defense wins championships, all that other things. But in order to win consistently in the NFL, it's just very, very basic. I mean, a five-year-old could figure this out. You got to score points. And if you neglect it to the point where it's anemic, like the Jets are, you're just not winning no matter how good your defense is. This is a top-five defense, statistically. I keep saying that. Mm. But it's the top-five defense. It doesn't matter. They've lost six games in a row with a top-five defense. Think about, just think about that intuitively. Uh, a top-five defense, and you've lost six games in a row. Think how about the this. hell does that make sense? I'll tell you how. It's like DeGrom going out back in the day and going eight and two-thirds or seven and two-thirds and whiffing 14 <laughs> and losing one nothing. That's, 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 that's exactly what it's like. Oh, wait, so New Yorkers are right. We're, <laughs> we're, we're conditioned to this a little <laughs> You're bit. You're a Mets fan. You're used to this. Eight seven seven three three seven six 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 six. Al's in Parambas. What's going on, Big Al? How are you today? Yeah, good. You know, uh... That caller made a great point, okay? Yeah. The uh, Jet Coach Solis should be fired immediately, take the whole coaching staff with him, poor clock management, and he has to take a lot of responsibility of the non-growth of Zach Wilson. And then you throw wood on the fire by alienating fans against Zach Wilson, and here's what I'm talking about, what that caller said. You sit a quarterback, which you had every right to do, then you allow players to walk around with Mike White T-shirts, alienating fans against Zach Wilson, who now you want to build up to be your, your quarterback. Players wanted to support Mike White. You go out and you win the game, which they didn't. Are the players going to go and wear Zach Wilson T-shirts next year? No. Nope. It's the mm. losing franchise. If Zach Wilson, he should be jumping up for joy if he can get out of town. <laughs> okay? And when he... Uh, what happened with uh, the Seahawks? Uh, with Gino? Uh, quarterback of the Gino. Seahawks? Gino. Yeah, whispered Gino. In his ear. He probably said, listen, <laughs> I got out of town. You should get out of town. Uh-huh. By the uh, way, Darnold's probably thinking fan. the same thing. Yeah, Darnold had a hell of a game, even <laughs> though they lost to the Buccaneers. He yeah. played well. Yeah, three touchdowns? Yeah. And I think he threw one interception, but he still, did. he, he did. looked good. Yeah, it's um, it, it's utterly confounding. Well, let me take that back. It's, it's only confounding. This is the the broad prism here, the the macro shot of the Jets, which gets old after all, I get that. Mm-hmm. But it's only confounding because they make it more complicated than it needs to be. If we understand, and Tiki's right, the essence of anything, score more points, score more baskets, <laughs> score simple. more goals than the opposition. It's very simple. Why do they always neglect the part of the field that would actually put you in a position to do that? Yeah. But yet they always do. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. If Now, if Sal is back, that I'm, I'm fine. As long as we have a new OC. All right. I'll roll with it. I'll support them. But if they make a move and everyone's gone and they go with the defensive coordinator again, I am done. I'm out. I'm finished. I'm not a Jets fan anymore. Who are you supporting? Not, nobody. I'll just watch the game because I love watching football. Honestly. 
Because it's, at, at, at that point, it's, it's not it's not even not even worth my time. That that, that sounds like I, uh, hyperbole. That sounds like hype talk. There's no way you're not being a Jets fan. Ah, what are you what are you what are you doing with Colt? I'm mean, seriously. If you say I'm no longer a Jet fan, well, I won't what, tell him that. What, <laughs> I don't want to break his spirits. Hey, uh, son of, no, I'm secret. A decade from now, I secretly stop being a Jets fan. That's what you're going to say. I don't know him. what I would do. When he's 18, no, you're not going to do that. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be through there through the thick and thin. Don't even think about well, it. Well, but at least for the first part. Well, the thin, I mean, for the, a while, the, I will be detached. The thin, I will put up a good front. The thin and thinner, I should say. <laughs> and then I will surrender and come back like a meek. Weak, yeah, wuss. like uh, like Fireman Ed when they win. Right? <laughs> oh, he did come back. He did come back. Did he bounce? I like Eddie though. Yeah, I did Eddie's too. cool. I did uh, what's too. up there, Hop? Looks like you have something you want to no, say. No, I'm just saying. Like I, I feel the same way as you. Like I'm, I'm very frustrated with this Jets team. I kind of wanted if Zach, my thing is if Zach Wilson comes back as the quarterback, starting quarterback next year, I might take a year off because I don't want to go through that hell again. Mm. We went through it once already. The, or twice, two two years in a row. I can't okay, do that okay. again. Okay, understood. Now it's funny. I'm I'm more about if the D, if they hire somebody who's a defensive background. Let me throw this at you. And I got it. A lot of people done with Zach. I I understand. And he's given you reasons to move on. Many. But let's say, all right. Let's say Sean Payton is pie in the sky. Doesn't happen. Let's say they call Harbaugh, but he wants another job. Not interested. Let's say they bring in Frank Reich. And Frank Reich's first press conference. All right. By the way, Frank's a man of principle. He's been around, doesn't need to lie. If, and he's won, and he's an offensive guy. Frank looks in the cameras and says, hey, listen, I understand that this young man has been knocked around. A lot of it is own doing. we got to clean some things up. But I'm telling you, this kid can play, mm-hmm. and we're going to fix him. You're telling me you're not inspired and you're not back in? No. Okay. No, I'm not. I believe you. I, at that point, I would be. Because I'm also not as all out on Zach as pretty much everybody is. Well, BT, so I get well it. The, the Jaguars game, the Thursday night game mm-hmm. against the Jags, and he gets benched. That was the first time like I really started to feel sorry for him. Yeah, you said that the next day. Just, I felt sorry for him, too. And it, My it, wife and, said and, that. And obviously, <laughs> and obviously, she says it. Everybody knows it. Obviously, it was the booing and you know how he was treated by the Jets fans at home. But it was all. It was more importantly, he was so lost. Like he had no idea mm-hmm. what what to do. Yeah, it's it's like here. Here's a I don't know a, a rocket ship. Go fly it here, BT. <laughs> here are the keys to the rocket ship. Go fly I'm it. Try to figure it out. Right. I know, but he'd be lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what it, that's what I felt like. I felt sorry for the guy. It's like you're watching this this sci-fi rocket. Use this analogy. Yeah. This sci-fi thriller. And you know that the guy behind the wheel is fully incompetent, and it's going to crash. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's going to like die because he's yes, going to crash. Yes, but I will say this: the incompetence is increased by, let's say, I don't know, not gassing up the rocket. And yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. <laughs> I mean, he has a twenty-seven yard completion. Uh, a player two later, he's out, and yeah. they have Strevler, who, who you know, who played hard or yeah. whatever. But come on, he brought energy. Strevler definitely brought yeah, the energy. Yeah, but 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 they brought him in at the wrong time. I, I agree. They've been searching for rhythm with Zach all year, and I know it was an easy pass. It was more on the run. It was yak. Yeah, but the kid gets a thirty-yard gash, and he's benched. Uh, it made no sense. Let's get. How about Bob in Hamden, Connecticut? Bobby, what's going on, bud? What's up, Bob? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. All right, so I'm all in on this Sean Payton situation. Uh, finally, the Jets have a roster where, you know, coaches, good coaches, good quarterbacks would want to actually go to it. You know, give me an average quarterback. Give me a good offensive line. Give me an above-average coach. And, you know, there's no reason why we can't do some serious damage in the playoffs. Mm, and, well, uh, I mean, you, you know, got to get there want, first. <laughs> you got to get to the yeah, playoffs I mean, first. I don't, 
I don't want to see Salah fired, you know, and give me some new rookie head coach. But if they could get Sean Payton, they got to do it. It'd be they'd be stupid to not do it. Yeah, I mean, got to make the call. The, the, Must the call was is certainly going to be. I, but here's the thing: who's making that call? Is Joe Douglas making this call? I, I, I tell is, you what. is Woody making this call? No, no, there's, all, there's really only one person to make the call. Me. <laughs> I'll call them on the air. Here's what we'll do. No, no, no. Like you think I'm kidding? I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see. And I. I. I listen. I'll, all right. I'm not lying. What I'm about to say. Uh-huh. But I'm more, I can't make you give me your phone. Obviously. <laughs> but I've known you long enough. First of all, we've had Sean on the show many times back in the day. Yes. All right. One time he called us from the tunnel. That's right. Uh, during a preseason game, whatever. Won't bore you with the details, but obviously Tiki knows Sean very well. he was well. like, hey, you guys know Alvin Kamara? We're like, yes. We're like, who? He did say like, that. The kid from Tennessee? Yeah, the rookie here. Yeah. That's he, true. He was like, watch out for him. Yeah, he did. He did tell us that. <laughs> it's awesome. I am going to, at some point today, try to get my partner's phone. All right? <laughs> and go to his contacts and just text Sean Payton. And start with that. And I will find out if he's interested. <laughs> I love that. You're laughing, but I'm going to actually not, try, I try to do this. Dude, I'm going to have to sedate you a little bit here. Hey, Hoff, i got to give you my phone to keep it in. Uh, here's the one thing. In What's your password? If me and Hoff come after you, we'll be able to get it done. Dove, you got to protect me over here. Well, Dove's not going to protect anybody. Did you see him do the one push-up that day? I did. <laughs> Dove. How you feeling, by the way, Dove? Better, right? Thank God. Yeah. God bless you, man. I heard you say that to Benengo the other day, but I wanted to make sure that we asked. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to try to do this, and I'm also t- this. How about how about this for irony? I'm taping uh, a betting podcast that I do. You know mm-hmm. about this yep, betting GM. Yep. With Sean Payton's daughter Megan, today, Megan. Megan. Right? Megan. Yep. Megan t- yep. Megan Payton today. Dude, just ask her. Oh, I am. Don't worry. <laughs> but I don't know if she speaks of her dad. I know if I text Sean directly through your phone, Sean will speak for himself. Ah, good point. So that's why I'll, I'll hit both channels. I'll ask his daughter, and then I'll ask Sean. I wonder if he who he'd answer first, me or his, or Megan. Um, well, I'm not asking Megan to ask her dad. I'm assuming that Megan already has a fundamental feel mm. for what her dad might want to do. So I will ask her off the air today. No, Megan, is yeah. your dad coming I mean, to the she's, Jets? She's a sports reporter now, so she's got to kind of have some insight information. Plus, she's his daughter. Yes, so that's, that's what I mean. Where, she's she's a, sports a doctor, reporter. and if I bumped into her, but hey, did saying, dad come to but coach? If, but if she was a doctor and you ask, <laughs> yeah. you ask her... Hey, is, is your dad going to come back and coach? Would he coach for the Jets? She'd be like, uh, I'm doing a triple bypass surgery mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, the fact that she's in the field yes, gives us a little exactly. bit more of it. I, I understand that. <laughs> so I'll try to get answered. That's all I can promise. You know, if I get the right answer and I, and I get it to Woody Johnson, can't guarantee he'll do the right thing. I can promise I'll try. Eight, <laughs> Tiki, give me a phone. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney here on The Fan. All right, Giant fans, heard a little something yesterday you guys might enjoy. We'll get to that coming up. And also, 50 years ago today, George bought the Yankees, and the parallels with Stevie are interesting. So we'll get all that coming up on the fan, Tiki and Tyranny up until 2. That is Cartner Roberts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.